Hey there, snack fiends. This episode of Black Nerd Radio is sponsored by YummyYeti.com, where you can find the best of the Northwest snack box. Snack locally. That's YummyYeti.com, Y-U-M-M-I-Y-E-T-T-I. Hey, so apparently Stephanie doesn't like uh, doesn't like our life that much. She um, she just keeps getting lippier and lippier. So last night I opened up her window, stood by the hammock, and I was gonna roll her out the window. Now she wouldn't get hurt too bad because she'd fall on dirt, only twenty foot fall. But I decided against it because, you know, I don't want to have to take care of her after she gets hurt. So, you know, we're going to have to have a little chit-chat when I see her tonight. How you doing? Okay. <laughs> Nothing like a little domestic violence to kick things off. I know, right? <laughs> You open up a podcast, domestic <laughs> violence, baby. Well, well, well. <laughs> That's how you do it. You need Jesus in your life. Hey, I need more Joe Rogan in my life, apparently, because I need ivermectin and <coughs> hydroxychloroquine or something like that. I don't, I don't, I don't know, but he's he's an idiot. I just have well, to get that out there. Well. Yeah, he uh, had uh, when you sent me that that um, that uh, clip where he's talking about the Planet of the Apes. It goes to show you the power of taking things out of context. Because oh, I okay, I what re- was that? I remember that show. That show's almost ten years ago, and uh, he they were it was him and Joey Diaz and I think Brian Redband and. Uh, there, they had the, the uh, uh, gravity bong, or mm-hmm. it's called a volcano. It just puts weed in the air, and they and uh, anyway, when he was talking, they were talking about going to see Planet of the Apes, and um, and and he's you know they said you know he said like uh, it was all black crowd, and then uh, and he was like he, he said it was like Africa. It was so many. We were the only white people there. It felt like we were. You know, like we like we were. Uh, what was he compared it to? Like Britain invading, uh, coming into Africa, you know, and just like walk in there and and then like right when it cuts, he goes, "Are we too high, or did I just make like a fucked up correlation between black people, Planet of the Apes, and Africa?" He's like, "I, I didn't meet any any at the sound that way." He goes into this long, then they get a conversation about that. And he's like, I'm way too high if I'm if I didn't see that before I said that, but that part got cut out completely, ah. just to fit just to fit the narrative of the TikToker. I was like, well, had I not seen that, I would been like, fuck him. But he deliberately cut it right when he made he was going to make the make the correlation of what he just said, and and, and I like apologized immediately following. 
And then you uh, talk, and then you yeah. think about all the black people that are on his show that don't play that shit, that or that were friends of his, like Alonzo Bowden, Charlie Murphy, Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. These guys come on his show regularly. He went on tour with Dave Chappelle. He opened for Dave. Yeah, Dave would Dave would tolerate that if he had said not that, so. not one fucking bit. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah. I was like, I was like, man, that's the power of. Of uh, of just taking shit out of I, you know I usually I'm on the other side of that when uh, when I see something and I was like oh they took that you know yeah uh, usually I'm seeing it witnessing it and they're like oh they took that out of context and my question would always be well how or where or explain but I directly remember that episode I remember it I've been listening to the show for about twelve years mm-hmm. and. Uh, and I remember that episode distinctly because I was about ready to like turn the shit off, and he was like, "What the fuck am I? Saying? I'm way too high." And then he just went into like, I didn't even think that I was making that. He immediately checked himself. So I was like, as far as like the vaccination shit, he's he's you know he he's dumb. He's the first person they'll tell you. He's like, I'm I'm just someone who's who likes to repeat stuff that smarter people tell me. <laughs> so, yeah, I know, but this is—it's so dangerous what he's doing. It's like, dude, if you don't know, I understand he's one of them dudes that like he tries to play Switzerland, you know, on everything. He tries to be neutral and right down the middle, and like I'm gonna bring anti-vaxxers on. I'm gonna bring people that believe in the vaccination on, and I'm gonna grill both of them. Dude, you're not a journalist. This is not your training. You're a comedian and a terrible actor. You know, this is what you are. Stick to what you do best and stop trying to tell people ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine is good stuff because it's not. And stop denying that most of the unvaxxed people, that most people are getting sick with COVID and dying are unvaxxed. That's just fact. You can't argue that. And also, Mm -hmm. I'm sick of Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Yeah, I am so sick of that dude he you you don't know who he is do you it's i know the name but i I couldn't tell you i couldn't pick him out of a lineup he's when he's that he's that white dude who came into prominence about five or six years ago he's a canadian slash professor i think and he um he likes to debate people you know like what the left is doing wrong and and, and about women being being uh, bad. Like, for example, this woman asked him um, about uh, the, the, the patriarchy and why, um, you know, 90% of the money is in the hands of 1% of the men. And he said, well, does that mean that, you know, 1% of, you know, how many men commit suicide every year? That's a higher percentage than women. How many women are bricklayers? How many women build construct, build buildings? I'm like, Jordan, stop. You never answer the question because you think you're smarter than everybody. Answer the fucking question. Why is that? And he never does. He's the one that said climate and weather are the same thing. He's that guy. Oh, jeez. Who thinks because he's read a few books, he knows everything. And he doesn't. And also, I've been doing a little more research into our boy, um, uh, Samuels. 
I'm starting to wonder if, if he's hiding something. I don't know what, but <laughs> I got I just get this bad vibe off this dude, man. I don't know why. I just, just something some behind the curtain, man. He ain't telling us. I don't know what it is. I I, I, I really don't. I don't know what it is. I I like I like him. I think I think some decision he says is crazy, but uh I I I think part of what he, I think a lot of shit he says about how women game dudes is 100% true. I mean, Absolutely. He, 100% and no one else, I mean, granted no one else is has a platform his size that is actually speaking on that. You know, well, here's my problem. I've never seen him in a real debate. A real one. It's always him telling everybody to shut the fuck up and let him talk. It's like that's not how a debate works. I don't Kevin. think you've watched the show because he lets them, always lets them talk. He just refuses to be cut off himself, but he always lets them go talk. I, no, I've always. seen his show, but what he does is, what I've seen, and I've seen three of his shows, maybe four. I can't remember. <laughs> but And that, that's enough for me. <laughs> well, I, you really can't speak on it. but No, I okay. can because I have seen him. You've I seen haven't four just, shows. Right, but I haven't seen just clips. I've actually watched his entire hour shows. So, Oh, I, I've, me too. I've watched plenty. Okay, plenty. so one of the things he does is when it looks like someone's disagreeing him, I love how he just cuts them off and doesn't let them finish. It's like, let them finish their point. Maybe it's a good point. And then when they try to speak after he cuts them off, that's when he goes, shut the fuck up. I ain't gonna have your fat ass talking about me like over me like this. And then somebody said, well, don't talk over me. It's my show. I'll talk over you if I please. And then he cut them off. Then he just hung up on them. That's like one instance. Cause he always lets them talk. Cause he lets them hang themselves time after time after time. And he refuses refuses to move on if they don't answer the question and a lot of times what a woman what they'll have this woman do if they got a, like a woman it's usually a woman on there because a couple times they'll have dudes on and he'll just shut them down pretty quick but but uh, they'll 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 they won't change the subject but they'll misdirect they'll turn it into a different conversation he won't ever allow that to happen and if they refuse to answer the question and stay on task, then he'll get rid of them. I've never seen him cut people off. Only when he's they let them say their piece, and then when he starts to retort, and then they want to start answering back before he's done with his point. He's like, "No, you're not going to talk over me." And then that's when it just gets nasty. Yeah, I've seen it time and time and time again. Yeah, I've seen both, but let me jump back to Jordan Peterson real quick. You should look him up, because I know if you saw him, you'd know who I'm talking about. All right. This cat believes there's a crisis of masculinity. Oh, he's which, one of those guys? Yeah, he's that guy. He's a thin, you know, what's, white dude who... What's his name again? Jordan Peterson? Jordan Peterson. He's a thin white dude who just... I, I, I don't know. He just He just thinks that everything is going backwards. He's one of the dudes that basically wants to make America great again or the world great again without saying that basically I want, you know, white people on top, you know, oh, he's, he, I, he's too, he's too wordy for that. You know, he's yeah, that guy, but he totally believes that. I see you're talking about. I've seen this guy before. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, you, you have to. I mean, the guy is famous as hell. 
And I remember one time he got on this talk show or this debate forum with this uh, black dude, which I remember the brother's name. And he said, I want you to tell me precisely where the left has gone too far. Motherfucker, that's a question that can't be answered. And you fucking know that. Yeah. Why would you ask that question? Because you know it because can't it be can't answered. be answered. Because yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not a debating answer. That's just like, why is the sky blue? Yeah, you can't tell, tell me, me exactly why or how it happens. Then we have nothing to talk about. He's one of those guys. I get yeah, it. He, yeah, he's that guy, and I can't stand him because if I were to talk to him, I'd just be telling him to shut the fuck up and stop being a bitch and answer the fucking question that's, that was given to you. And he never, ever does. He was just a guy who refuses to use gender pronouns, which annoy the hell out of me, too. But it's not my life. If some broad or dude wants me to refer to them as they or them, who am I to say no? How, how hard is that? Right. Just to go, to go they or them. I, I, I would do it. I would, I would giggle a little bit every time I did it, but I'd do it because that's what you want. I, I, I don't understand the... the this dude, I mean, I've watched him on Rogan before. He just acts like he's so much better and smarter than everybody. And he's he's the he's he's like uh, Ben Shapiro, who who's like the masculine man, you know. I'm like Ben, you ain't been masculine ever, dude. He's a bitch. I don't like him either. You know, he but Ben is the guy that I have the biggest problem with because he falls in line with white conservatism, which. White conservatism is just a tick below white supremacy and neo-Nazism. It's just a tick below it. And I think he forgets he's a Jew. And I think he forgets that if the shit hit the fan, they're going to get him first before me. I, I I think he forgets that sometimes, you know? It's like they're going to... Remember the tiki, the guys with the little tiki uh, lights? What were they chanting? The Jews will not replace us. The Jews will not replace us. Ben, they're talking to you, not me. They're talking to you. They just want to put us in cages. They want to exterminate you. So I, I, I've never understood Jewish people acting like that. But then again, you got Candace Owen who hates yeah, black people. But yeah. It, it, yeah. I mean, yeah, about this, I was in the same breath before you even said it. I was going to say, well, we got Candace Owens. I mean, we got, we got a lot of that ilk. Fuck, I even know a few people of that ilk. I've never understood uh, that. Like I was talking to Stephanie last night about um is this how, before is this before or after you planned on throwing her out the window. Uh this was before and after. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do it all I, I say it every day. She gets too lippy. It's like I'm gonna roll you out that window. <laughs> um and I was telling her how it seems like the different races or cultures have a different perspective, the men in particular, of, of, of women of different ethnicities, cultures, and races. Like, for example, I knew this white dude who hated white women. Hated them. He said they're loud, they're arrogant, they're self-centered. He said they don't ever let you talk, they're mean. And I had, a, I had this one brother who was a friend who hated black women because they're loud, they're arrogant, they're self-centered, they're mean. And then I watched this Asian dude talk. He hates Asian women because they're loud, they're arrogant, they're mean, they never let you talk. And I'm like, but when each one of those dates someone of a different ethnicity or race, they always say the same thing. They're so much nicer and quieter and calmer than than, 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 than my women. And I'm like, are we just, do we just have bad perceptions of our, of our women? Or 
is this actually true that the women tend to change when they're dating outside of their ethnicity or race? What I you think, think you answered your own question. These are guys that deal with one type of woman and that's and then they just make this blanket. They're not a just like all black people are not a monolith. All right. women are not a monolith. And so they're dealing with one kind of woman or or they know one kind of woman they don't want and use that as an excuse because part of them hates what they're doing or feels guilty about what they're doing. So they gotta put this narrative up to say this is why. It was just bullshit. It's complete bullshit. Yeah, it's it's like those two brothers fresh and fit. Oh fuck those two! Yeah, I, I, I hate, fucking I hate, hate those. I hate those, both of them too. Yeah. They're, they're, it's step and fetch. Yeah, I I listen to them talk to some of those those overwhelmed, undereducated women like they're just dirt. And I'm oh wait, like, wait, 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 wait! You talking about the twin brothers, right? No, 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 no! Not not the Hodge twins, not the muscular ones. Look up fresh and fit. Look. Oh, fresh and fit! I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the the, the black dude. Oh, he's an islander and. Uh, and the East Asian dude. Mm, well, he, one, one's a real thin brother, and one's a real dark, short black guy. Yeah, the 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 tall, thin, the fit guy. He's not black. He's Indian. He's from he's from East India. He's not he's not. He, if he's black, he's like only half because he 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 had said in another show that he's uh, East Asian. I tend to doubt that, but <laughs> well, I, I listen to him talk. He even has kind of an accent, so I don't know what what you want to argue about it. Well, no, I'm not arguing. <laughs> I, I'm just wondering if we're talking about the same people. Yeah, we are. We are fit and fresh. They have like they'll do a show with like ten women, and they're all like party girls, and they all want high value man, but none of them can string a sentence on their own. And these guys will just kind of just rip them apart. Yeah, fit and fresh. Yeah, fresh and fit. Fit and fresh. They even have. But I, 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 I bypass those the the social comedies. They'll have like a they'll have like a bunch of dudes on like high value dudes, and they'll talk about the game and dating because they're all in Miami. They're all based out of Miami. And hmm. uh, that guy's the, not black. Are you sure? Huh. Look, I'm, I'm just telling you what he said. I don't. Oh no, know I'm looking at him. I'm looking at him, and I'm, I'm like, I don't. I guess he's, uh, no, no, he's like half black. He's half black and half something else. Okay, there it is. Okay, that's what I said earlier. That's what oh, I said I'm, earlier. I'm sorry. I, I was just soaking when you said something about. Not I said he's black. not all black. He's not oh, all black. Okay. I missed the all part. That's my fault. I didn't hear that. But um, they have. He has a great. They do two pod. They do two podcasts. They mm-hmm. do the Fit and Fresh show, which is more about like getting girls and right. and and they they they're they're like students of uh, Kevin Samuels. He's had Kevin. On his show, on their show, a few mm. times, but I they also do a financial show, which is really helpful. Actually, I listen to that financial show more than anything. They do like a thing they call, uh, I think it's like uh, Money Mondays or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, they just talk finances and how to better your credit or how to how to prepare to buy property, all kinds of good financial tips. They're really solid. That's what that's. I kind of I kind of backed in to uh, their other show, the show that's more popular, because I saw their YouTube clips on finance stuff when I was just looking up finance stuff, and then they started talking about health and fitness, and then the other stuff about you know, hooking up with chicks and how to you know it was just you know 
it is what it is. And it helped a lot of dudes that can't. You watch those shows. They help like a lot of guys that can't get women or can't get laid. You know, the guys that. So that's that's their. It seems like that's their main. Their main like uh, focus is helping those guys. But here's the problem that I've always had with that statement. Guys who can't get laid. Yes, you can. Here's what you're missing. And this is what I've told people before. I had a friend who's like, man, I can't get no girls to like me. Bullshit. You can't get the girls you want to like you. See, you're a, you're a three. And you're striving for the nines and the tens. Stop it. Well, yeah, this is exactly what my, that's exactly what I'm saying. But these are, uh, you know, I know, I know there's a lot of guys that just, my favorite are the, the fat, fat dudes that don't have any social skills yeah. and, and then they have like this bias is like no fat chicks kind of a policy is like right. well you can't but i've seen it on the other hand i've seen women do the same shit oh i, I have yeah i've, I've seen, seen chicks too. with fucking with uh guns talking about if mm-hmm. he doesn't have a six-pack or or women that are way past their prime Mm-hmm. That that only look at guys that they probably could have had a shot at when they were in their twenties or early thirties, and right. it's like who you 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 you're over you know it's you're really you know your stock is dropping. And like I think what Kevin mm-hmm. Samuels even said it once. He's like, what product do you have? Do you know of that that gets used that actually retains its value or increases value? Nothing. Nothing. Unless you're talking money, nothing. Oh, if the more you well, use a, a web, a well kept home can can increase in value. So it's there is something your house, you know, that increases in value unless the market crashes. So technically, your house, but well, I get I get the point. Either way, uh, yeah. So this is, I know a lot. I see a lot of women do do the same thing. Women in their you know my age, or our age, I should say, late forties, early fifties. And they have like these high standards, and I was like, "You're gonna, you better get used to that cat you have or those dogs you have, because that's 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 all you're you know you're gearing up for. The more you need to broaden your horizon. It's kind of at the risk of sounding kind of dickish. <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You really, you know, if you main if you're for a man, if you maintain. You know, like trying to stay in somewhat good shape, uh, remain employed, and you know, and at least try, you know, work on your finances. Mm-hmm. Your your options will. The older you get, your options will only increase. Right. Because there's fewer guys that are doing that at that age. Usually, it's just straight in the toilet, or they're married, or they've mm-hmm. been married for right. decades at this point. Yep. So, um. So you're only increase, you know. I'm I I I think I'm no fucking Casanova. I think of on a scale, uh, if I'm being honest, I'd say I'm a seven or a strong six. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> see, I've said that about myself. When I was in shape and young, even when I was ripped and my body was beautiful, I'm like I'm a strong seven. I mean, I'm not. There's no, I mean, it's like even when I, I was I was funny, in shape, athletic, smart, had a pretty decent job, but I know what my face looks like. 
I'm a seven, dude. I'm not. I'm not Denzel. I ain't Brad Pitt. Even if I had their money, I'm still not those guys. Exactly. Now, you know. Now, now that's just what I've always thought of myself. Yeah. And I, I still kind of do, but, uh, but what I did find, and I've been told. And this is from the women I dated before I met Cashel and even including Cashel. But, but when I was dating for a little while, trying to just go back into the dating pool, which is fucking weird at this at this age, oh, you know, sure. in your late 40s. And the way it is, is so different. But what I kept hearing, and I honestly, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I swear, I'm just being i'm just repeating what was said to me oh nigga spit it out spit out the numerous times i just feel like i feel like a jackass saying it but we're on the subject <laughs> but we're on the subject but i kept hearing how rare i was rare in the fact that i have a decent job mm. i i you know even though i'm divorced i have a decent have a good relationship with my ex and mm. and we and i co-parent successfully i actually do stuff with my child it, it, it's like Everything was like, you know, you know, decent, make decent money and doing all, you know, I can hold a conversation. I have a gift of gab and I can listen. Well, I, I, these are things I just felt everyone does, but it seems the older we get, the harder it is to find that because people get set in their, and on our age, people get set in their ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, you know, uh, a thing I kept, I think I was talking to you off, off, off mic about this uh, months ago, but one thing I kept running up on was uh, when they do look at your profile, you look at their profile, they like you, and then you check out their profile, see who they are before you start talking and go on a date. One thing that kept popping up is must have good hygiene, must have good mm-hmm. dental hygiene and physical hygiene. And I, I would see it over and over and over again in these profiles and i remember asking one of the women i you know we, the conversation was going well so it's like i have to ask you something and, and i say and it, i'm only asking because i see it a lot not towards me but i just see it in these profiles and i was like is there an issue with women going on these dates and coming up finding guys with poor hygiene and she's like oh my god it is a fucking thing and then she was like well, she told me a horror story, but one time she went on a date and a guy had talked about uh, he met her after going to the gym and he just went home and changed his clothes, didn't even shower. Ew. And she could smell how ripe he was. And she's like, that's actually not, that's actually pretty common that you'll run into these guys. Because you get these guys that are either incels, you know, they're, you know, those, uh, you know, celibate by choice, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. In other words, that no woman wants to fuck them yeah, or the women or the women that they want do not want them. So it's right. a lot of it's a lot of that shit going on. And it, of course, uh, there's a lot of women that do it, too. But uh, but but I, I understand all that. I just didn't, see it's like I, if you're going to just sit at home. You know, who cares? You know, I mean, if you're just going to smell yourself, who cares? But when you go out and you're going out on a date, dude, shower. It, it seems so. Use the older. That's like that's basic shit that your parents teach you when you're like five years old. You know, well, mean, I, I, what, what, what does that even mean? You would I think, mean, yeah, you would think this is like common sense stuff, but I w- wouldn't see it so much if it was. So, but, you know, that's all. <sighs> 
I my didn't I just did myself. I just do what I usually do, and I was leaps. I was head and shoulders above a lot of guys in this pool, in this dating pool. Wow. And I was like, I was like, fuck, man, the bar is so fucking low. All you gotta do is, is just be normal. Yeah, and, and, no, and no wonder why <laughs> these dudes can't get these broads to like them. The only Kevin Samuels did say once though that if a woman, if women don't like you, you need to look in the fucking mirror. Yeah, it's like you can't fix your face, but but you can but but you can fix your shoes, iron your clothes, don't be funky, brush your teeth, wash your face, keep your hair combed, or if you're going bald, shave your head. You know, there are things you can do to step your game up. And I'm like, well, that's that's, that's kind of my basic shit. If you're going on a date, well, that's kind of my point. You were talking we're in the beginning of this. We we're talking about how you know these guys. He's like, yeah, but these guys only appeal to. I was saying these guys are guys who can't get laid and you're like oh they're only a certain kind of guy but these guys have millions of followers or hundreds and thousands of followers so these are the, the it is we are unicorns is what i'm saying because these guys outnumber they outnumber dudes that are getting women and are getting laid it's it no is, wonder why these women i guess if you look at it from that standpoint are act are quote-unquote acting out it's like wouldn't you act out if 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 a third or forty percent of women that you met didn't shower, didn't 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 change their socks and you smelled them from a mile away? I mean, that would turn you off instantly. Or I, mean, I, can't, I, I can't even imagine what some of these women must be going through when they're trying to find the right mate, but they just run into nasty dudes. It's like, why would I want you? Or women that can't or can't hold a conversation, or yeah. You know, like it's just that that's a big one too. You get guys just have zero game. Zero. And I'm not even and I'm not talking about like throwing out lines, just maintaining a fucking conversation. Right. Yeah. How is staying that hard? In, staying connected to a to you know what you're doing. It it's, it doesn't seem hard, but it apparently is an issue. Otherwise yeah. it otherwise these shows would not exist. The women I've always gotten, I've like I said, I've gotten because I'm funny. And I can hold conversations, and when I really feel like it, I listen and can repeat what they say and dig into what they say a little bit more. But not being able to hold a conversation, it's like I always thought that was a basic thing you you learned, you know, in kindergarten. You yeah. learned how to talk to people. You learned how to go and ask them questions about their lives. And then you go from there. Then you work in your stuff. Then you go back to them. It's a give and take. It's an ebb and flow, you know? And then, but to not be able to hold a conversation when you're in your 30s and 40s and 50s, that's just, I don't even know what to call that. How are you you that lost at this point in your life? How can you not sit down with a woman and talk to them? I I, I don't understand. That just makes no sense to me. You know, Agreed. but but if, if if these women are running into dudes like that, I first my first instinct is is to go like, well, maybe you're talking to the wrong kind of guys. But if these women are saying, I go to different parts of, of you know, like go to the store, I go to the bar, I go to the mall, like I'm online. I'm like, okay, there's four different places you can meet a guy. If you're running into the same kind of guy in four different places, it might not be you. You know what I mean? It's, right. I want to say it's you, but if you're trying to expand where you're meeting people, 
and they're not like cookie cutters of the same kind of guy and they're different ethnicities, different heights, different education level, different job levels. You might be right. It might be these fucking dudes, man. It might be these nasty incels and these proud boys who figure woman woman should just like me because I'm me. Now, dude, it's never worked that way. Well, my grandmother and grand no, no, even that wasn't the same thing. They just got married so young and divorced was such a horrible thing that a lot of times they sucked it up and dealt with it because that's what they did. But don't fool yourself. They cheated on each other constantly. You know, don't, don't fool yourself. Especially if they really didn't like each other. No, don't fool yeah. yourself. They just made it seem like it was a great thing. When in actuality, it probably wasn't. Now, you just leave to leave. I, I don't know, dude. I, I, I never, I didn't think it was that bad out there. I really didn't. I, I mean, that's oh. why I have such a visceral reaction to Kevin Sa- Samuels' show. No, dude, the dating pool has pee in it. It's bad out here. It's bad out in them streets. <laughs> It must be because it wasn't that bad when I was dating in my thirties and twenties. It was like, I mean, it was a, different. But... I was I was twelve years removed from it, and it, it was night and day different. It was so different. Granted, I met Cashel online, also, but it was like, but at that point, I was you know I probably dated somewhere between eight and ten different women, and it was just like. It was just, I was just running into a lot of weirdness, a lot of pretty losers, is what yeah. I like to call it. I was like, uh, I, I expect, I talked about it before in the past, but let's move on. You earlier in the conversation, you mentioned Rogan, and yes. that, that immediately uh, made me think of the Neil Young thing with Neil Young pulling out. Yeah. Of Spotify and a couple other artists. Joni, Joni Morrison or Mitchell. Or jo- Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell. Yeah. I mean, it's not like these guys are setting uh, Spotify on fire, but no. their catalogs will be missed. But, you know, I know who Neil Young is. I've heard Neil Young over the years. Yeah, I know who he is. And I knew he was dating Daryl Hannah. They've been together for a while. I didn't know that. Yeah. Now, Neil Young is 75, and Daryl Hannah is 61. I thought she was much younger than that. I didn't know well, Splash was a long time ago, my friend. My God, it was. Wasn't it? Splash was in the early 80s, wasn't it? 84. Wow. <laughs> um, and they are expecting their first child. Wait, how? Uh, Daryl Hannah got pregnant. And uh, Did basically. Did her eggs or something? Who, I, well, they, women can get. They, they can go to hospitals and get, you know, get. Um, pregnant now just because you know but uh this is incredibly selfish mm, okay. and it's incredibly stupid i i we've talked about this in the past but it yeah. really really fucking bugs me you have a 75 year old and when the older you ha- get when you have a child the more complications you're going to have with the pregnancy and the better the chance of the child being born with some kind of deformity is greater now she's in her 60s they call when you're like 38 39 40 when you you're pregnant that late in life they call that and um oh, what is it called an elder or a uh, geriatric geriatric uh pregnancy or an elder pregnancy something to that effect like an old person having now when you're 61 you're you're pretty much guaranteeing there's going to be a lot of problems. And when this kid is 10, 
This kid is 15. He's probably going to lose both parents. Which is, it's just so fucking selfish. This is only because they want something to kiss on in their later years. Especially him. He's 75 and he hasn't been in the greatest health for like 25 years. Yeah. So he's a a polio survivor from what I read. Yeah. So, yeah. So what, what the fuck? I, the one I always go back to when I see people like that is Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, I believe, has a daughter that's 22 and is in perfect health, perfect shape. Yeah, you always go to that, but that's the only way you can go to. Oh, no, I know, I know, I know. That's why I said the only one I can go to is Clint Eastwood. You know, that's the only one I can go to is him, is that he's the only one I've seen that, in his, he had he had uh, like Scott uh, Eastwood. He had Scott when he was fifty eight years old. Yeah, this is ridiculous. You know, and most people aren't going to have the kind of health Clint Eastwood has had. I mean, Clint Eastwood's ninety two years old and still trim, slim, in shape. Looks like he's going to die like Betty White and just not wake up one day. You know, um, but when you're like Neil Young, who's in terrible health. It's like, dude, you're 75. You, you blew your shot. And I don't understand how a 61-year-old woman who didn't freeze her own eggs can have her own baby. Is she having some... Is it Oh, do you know? Egg? I don't know. I don't know if she froze her own eggs or not. But she's 61 years old and she's giving birth. She's having... She's carrying the child. So... so weird. I didn't but to have a kid possible. that late in life is just fucking selfish. You're depriving the kid from having anything. As far as his parents around, lively parents, parents that, you know what I mean? When he's, when he's, he or she is 10, mom is going to be in her 70s. Yeah. And dad is going to be dead. Well, looking at Neil Young, he probably will be. <laughs> it's just Neil fucking selfish. Healthy. It's just fucking selfish. So then when the kid is like Eloise's age, uh, her mom would be older, older than her grandmother is now. And her dad would, was probably going to be gone or deep in his 80s. Okay, here we go. Is Daryl Hannah pregnant at 61? Let's see here. Oh, this was, oh my sounds, God. Daryl Hannah. It wasn't a rumor. Yeah, this wasn't a okay, rumor. Okay, let's see. Oh, my God. It's not a rumor. No. This was front page news, dude. I had to double check, dude. I don't. <laughs> I had to double check. I'm not calling you no liar or or, or purveyor of misinformation like Joe Rogan. But if I bring God, it up on the show, I've damn. already I've already looked into it. If if I, if if it's a, if it's something I was bringing up a topic, I've already looked into it. But I you know you could check. I don't, I don't care. I'm just saying I usually won't present something unless I know what I'm talking about. Negro, you've known me for what 12, 13, 14 years now. Uh. 13 years. Okay. 12 years, I, 12 years. If I see, if somebody tells me something that is outrageous, no matter how much they have behind it, I will look for it for my goddamn self. Because I, 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 too many people fuck with me for me to go like, I don't know, are you fucking with me? Because this is, this is so confusing. I don't understand how, she didn't have any more eggs. How is that possible? I don't understand. I'm so confused. Well, you can, you can, she could either have frozen her eggs or she could choose to get someone else's eggs and carry them herself. 
They said it's, it's natural. Is he fucked her and now she's pregnant? Wow. Well, men can give. They can. They can. They can. Uh, they get swimmers. If well, they didn't, they yeah, yeah until, they until they die. Yeah. So, you know, like um, what's that former president's name? Uh, John Tyler, who was like our tenth president. He has a his grandson is still alive. Really? Yeah, because he had he married a woman when he was in his twenties. She died. Uh, in her 40s and then he got married again when he was 75 no 72 to a woman who was this is going to disgust you she was 21 (laughs) oh gross yeah they had a bunch of kids a bunch yeah they had like six kids and yeah a bunch of kids and then one of those kids one of his sons didn't have kids until he was in his 70s and now you have that grandson who's now in his 80s. Oh, Jesus. That's how Christ. it worked out that a guy from the 10th president of the United States can have his grandson still be alive. Crazy. It's, so it's, I, it's weird as fuck. I know. I was like, wait, what? That's some serious late in life baby having shit, dude. Yuck. I mean, how does a 20 how, how does a 21-year-old even hold down her vomit with a 75-year-old wrinkled dude is on top of her. That's just disgusting. Oh, no thanks. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Here it is. Here it is. Hold on. I got it. I got it. Okay. So, here it is. Uh, The excitement as he gushed at the prospect of new baby. I understand that we're up there in age, but don't let the old gray temples fool you now. Just because there's snow on the roof doesn't mean there's no fire in the basement. Ha ha. I get it. Neil did a few pelvic thrusts to him emphasizes virility, uh, stand back, blah, blah, blah. You might get pregnant saying too close to me. Ha, ha, I get your joke. Uh, giving birth at 60 may be rare, but just last year, a 74-year-old woman in India gave birth to twins. Dara Hannah, and I quote, I have the uterus of a 20-year-old and the eggs of a teenager. There was no I- IVF or anything like that. They did it the old-fashioned way. By that fucking. That kid's going to be fucking riddled with issues. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards what you're saying, but you never know. My thing uh, is this. I'm just going with science. I'm just going with science. That's all. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, science is updating every year on women having kids. Like from what I read recently, because I watched this uh, TikTok on this one lady who's 45, and uh, she gave birth to her first kid with no complications, and science is saying that women can safely give birth up until 45 now and not have complications. You know, it's changing more and more as they get older. But here's the thing that's not changing. The older the woman gets, the harder on her it is to give birth. Because every time a woman gives birth, no matter how young or old they are, they risk dying. Every Every time. Every time they risk death. So the older they get, that's the part that's not changing. The health of the baby and the science and all that, it is changing with the more we learn but if I'm Daryl Hannah, I don't know if I'd want to push out a baby at 60 because she could die easier than a 20-year-old, you know? Yeah, it's just stupid. It's stupid and selfish. It just is. Okay. And, well, you're right. I, I, I can't argue. I want to just to fuck with you, but I really can't argue. I mean, Neil Young is just wants to have a piece of himself out there. He waited too long. 75 is just too long, dude. I mean... Eddie Murphy oh. is a father again at 58. 
you know. So it's like, well, whatever, Eddie. You're healthy as fuck, so you know, who cares? Ugh, now, I did, just you, hate it. did you see what? What is that? My phone is going off. Oh, never mind. I'll talk about it later. Um, The Rock is going to be in Call of Duty. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, apparently he's uh, signed up to uh, to be in Call of Duty, and I'm like, nigga, go away. Jesus. <laughs> He's got three films coming out this year. And then it's like, dude, do you ever do you ever just I don't I really wonder what kind of what kind of father can he be? Yeah, he's never home. Yeah. What kind of dad can he I be? I get he's I think part of it is oh yeah, how big does your yacht have to be? But I think there's a there's a part I I am not even on I'm not even fucking close to his no. level. I mean, but I I think I can have I think I have a small insight as to where his head's at. Okay. It's almost like when you're raised poor like he was. I get it. And you kind of you know, kind of like Holocaust survivors stash food, no matter how well off they are, they they can't get rid of that small part of them that thinks the bottom's gonna drop out at any moment. And and I think that's his, you know, because he talks about being broke a lot. Even though his dad was a successful, a successful wrestler, it was in the it was before the the age of millionaire wrestlers. Yeah, it was, it was before. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, so there was times there was some definite lean times, mm-hmm. you know. So that's why his dad fought so hard for him not to get in wrestling because there's no money in it. And you know he's trying to tell him that you know the rocks trying to tell him that things were changing and yeah, but you know and I think that's just a little part of it. No matter how rich he becomes, which he is, he's just, you know oh he's oh. worth got to be three hundred. He's got to be worth two hundred million dollars minimum. I, I, I would say at least, at but um, but I think it's never you know he always preparing for that day that it doesn't happen. You know that that phone doesn't ring, so it's like you get to make as much money now. Ale, but this, but this has been what he's been on this since streak 2001, for about, since 2001. Yeah, I say almost 20 came. years. So yeah, it's like, dude, you're, you're good. You're good. Take a break. And see, <laughs> part of the thing with me is listening to him talk about how miserable he was during the lockdown, and it's like now you see what real fatherhood is. You had to see your kid every day. You had to deal with their everyday shit. You had to deal with them being angry and miserable during the day. You couldn't just be on set and then call them and go like, oh, baby, I'd love to help you with the problems, but I got a daddy got to go make his money and then go like, ah, I don't have to deal with that shit, you know? And he was miserable during the lockdown, just miserable dealing with, with the kids. And I'm like, it might be best that he is gone all the time because he might become a shitty father if he has to be around his kids all the time. Well, look at all the wrestlers that retire or sports figures that retire, and then a lot of them get divorced when their careers when a career's over because they're home all the time. They go from being home, you know, a weekend a month or a couple weekends a yep. month to every day, and then yep. they're like, "Yeah, I don't really know you that well." Exactly. <laughs> That's why I'm looking at Tom Brady retiring, and I'm I told my brother I was like, "Give it three years. I will bet you he's divorced in three years." Because he's going to be home all the time. He ain't going to have nothing to do. And she's going to look at him and go like, you know, I'm tired of looking at you. Go find something to do. And he's going to be like, why don't you go find something to do? I'm trying to raise our kids. I just, I just don't think it's going to work out because that happens. <clears throat> like you said, with athletes and particularly wrestlers. 
Yeah. I, I can't think of a wrestler that has really had a long-term relationship outside of, I think, the Ultimate Warrior was married for like 20 years um, before he uh, died. Uh, Bret Hart. Not Bret Hart. Um, what's his name? Uh, Michaels. That's he's been, right. He's they, been with his he, wife for a long time. And yeah, The Undertaker's yes. been with his wife for a long time. He's been with uh, Michelle McCool, I think, for 15 years. But this is his third marriage, I think. And I think he finally found the right one with this one. I think it's his third marriage. Remember, he had Sarah tattooed on his neck. Right, right. <laughs> had to get that removed. Whenever you tattoo, that's like, that's like, uh, it seems like whenever you get a tattoo of your significant other, it's the kiss of death. Yes. I don't know one person, one. And I know five women that had ex-boyfriends and ex-husbands tattooed on them. All of them are no longer with those guys. Yeah, I would never do that. Five. You well, tattoo, three, you three, tattoo, women and, three women and two guys. Yeah, well, you could tattoo, like, your mother, father, grandma, grandparents, a family, aunt or an uncle. Your, your kids. kids. But that's it. You, <laughs> you do a wife. I, and when I was getting this, uh, uh, when I got this, um, I can't imagine how I would hate myself if I allowed myself to get talked into it. But I remember uh, when I was getting my first tattoo, was my first tattoo was of Eloise. And uh, a photo of Eloise. Right. And Heather's like, why don't you get something with my name on it? And I was like, no fucking way. Nope. Uh, she's like, why? And I was like, because I don't know anybody that has that done their significant other, husband, wife, that are still together. Granted, it didn't last anyway, but there's no fucking way I was going to do it anyway. I, I, I would, I'd be, I'd hate myself. And I'd hate that tattoo if every time I look at it, it was like Heather's name on me. Get the entire fuck out of here with that bullshit. Do you know no. how much Thank pleasure you. that would have given me if you had done that? Shit. No, no thanks. I would have been in heaven every time I talked to you. How's that tattoo going there, big fella? Shut up, man. I hate you. Is it feeling oh. good? Do you like looking at it when you soap your arms in the shower? Ow. Oh, I would never. You you couldn't have lived that down, dude. I, I would have never done it, but yeah. I, no, I you're right. You shouldn't do that. I, I've, I I dated this one girl who I didn't know until we were almost until we were just about to to, to fuck. She had her ex boyfriend's name not tattooed, literally scraped into her titty. Jesus, like he took a blade and wrote his name in there, and I was like. Well, that's different. Uh, she was like, Does it bother you? I was like, 28. I was like, No, let's go ahead and French. Get so now, if I was single, yeah, that would bother the fuck out of me because that means you got a lot of issues. And I know better now because, well, I'm grown. And it's like, right. you learn things, you learn what red flags are the older you get. And it's just too oh, yeah. bad. It's too bad that you can't like help some of these. Well, you can, but they don't listen. Like, you really want to help some of these kids not fall into the same traps that you saw your friends, your family, and even you fell into, you know, like the tattoos of significant others. Don't do that. It doesn't work out that way. You know, now, no. if you're 80, now, if you're 70 years old, you guys have been married for 50 years and you want to do it, you know what? Knock yourself out. The worst that's going to happen at that point, one of y'all is going to die. You know what I mean? At that point, fine. But if you're 22 years old and you're in a loving relationship, whatever that means at 22, and you want to tattoo your boyfriend's name across your lower back, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't, 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 don't do that. No, 
Please don't do that. Well, I've realized we've been on the phone almost an hour, and really? I gotta leave. Yeah, and oh, I gotta shit. leave in a little bit, so we should go down some of the other topics. Uh, what have you been watching? Have you been watching The Peacemaker at all? I am gonna start that tonight. Start I, it. Yeah. Oh my god. How many episodes into it is it? Five. Five. Okay, that's perfect. I wanted to. I wanted. I wanted to with the Peacemaker. I wanted to be able to to binge watch enough of it to make like a point, you know, like an impact on me. It looks good. I've seen a lot of clips on the YouTube of it. It is good. John it's, Cena it's, looks like he's really found his niche and a part that was made for him. It's it's pretty good, and they're really they're giving a lot. Just watch it, dude. I am. No, no, no. And there's I, some deep cuts in there. The White Dragon makes an appearance. I don't know if you remember the White Dragon. No, I'd have to look that up. The White Dragon was a white supremacist superhero. What? Yeah, he was. Uh, he was in the first, first maybe five to ten episodes of Suicide Squad, the comic, and he was a piece of shit. But he was like they call him the White Dragon, and he. Was this? Uh, I wouldn't call him a superhero. He was a villain, but he was forced to do heroic shit because Amanda Waller. But he was the White Dragon. That that e- there's even a nod to that in in the in the. Uh, it's fucking crazy. I was like, that is such a deep cut. Oh, before and, I forget, before I forget, I don't mean to interrupt you. I apologize for that. Before I forget, I get cut on the ninth. Oh, do you? Yeah, I wanted to make sure I got that of out this there. month. Yep. Wow. Yeah. All right. Thanks for letting me know. Now uh, I will. Uh, shit. Okay. Well, I'll I'll have some backup shows for for when you're in your absence. Yeah, I get cut on the ninth. It's going to be an in, you know I'll be in and out in like five hours according to them. So now uh, is this is this a fusing of your vertebrae? No, it's it's. Oh God, I can't pronounce the word. I've, I I learned it and then I forget it. Uh, uh, Frenomectomy. I don't know. What they're doing is they're going to widen the discs that are pressing down on my nerves um, so that my nerves can, like, quote-unquote, breathe. So I should that'll, that'll help alleviate all the pain and the numbness and all that from my back. And they said it should help. I don't know how long it's going to work, but they said it should help. And they said the recovery is only going to be two, excuse me, maybe three weeks. And I'm like, well, I've had shit luck with recovery from surgeries like this so right who knows how long that's gonna be um but yeah and also that's when i plan on because i won't be able to move much is just sit down and watch a bunch of shit you know i'll be bedridden for at least three or four days so that's when that's when I, that's why i brought it up i'm gonna sit down and watch all the peacemakers and the hawkeyes and all that shit you know once that happens it's like okay now i can catch up on everything take notes and have a real conversation with you about those things once I get once I come out of surgery. So, all right. Well, shit. Oh, I hope that was a success. God, it's just around the corner. Yeah, I know. I'm so happy. I didn't oh. think it was gonna happen. You know, oh. I, I thought I was gonna have to wait till the middle of the summer or something. But no, they're like. So you said the ninth. The ninth of February in eight days. Oh shit! Yeah, a week from today. Yeah, eight days. I'll be getting. I'll be under the under anesthesia. <laughs> oh, wow. you, you want to hear something funny? My mother will never, never listen to my show, so she'll never know that I told this story. You, you're gonna try not to laugh, okay? Uh huh. Did you know you can get shingles anywhere in your body? Anywhere? Anywhere? 
I didn't. I, I would assume. I just assumed you could. It's just like the adult chicken pox. Right. I got shingles in my eye. My grandmother has shingles in her head. My mother had shingles once before in her head. Uh, now she has shingles in her butt. Oh no. That's hilarious. It's a joke, she, she not, called, I'm just going to leave, leave alone. I, <laughs> dude, when she called and told me that, I almost doubled over with laughter. I got butt shingles, Marcel. Yep. She was like, she said, uh, she said, I don't want to tell you this, but I know you're going to laugh, so I'm going to tell you anyway. I have shingles in my in my buttocks. I about pissed myself. That was so funny. My oh, buttocks. my God. Yeah, my buttocks. <laughs> and I'm like, I like that is how does that even happen? Well, you know, you can get shingles anywhere. It's like, I you can get ass yeah, shingles. Ass shingles. Yeah. You, your mom's got shit, shit, shit goals. Yeah, there you go. Exactly right. <laughs> I don't even can't even pronounce it. Oh uh, well, then I uh, <laughs> switching gears again. Oh. Um, uh, so I assume you haven't seen Book of Boba. I keep hearing such shitty things. I don't know if I want to watch it. Is it bad? I want you to watch it because I want to talk about okay, it. Okay, I can do that for you. But but, is but it it's it, here's the thing. I think I kind of touched on this last time we talked about it. They built Boba Fett. Boba Fett has always had this lore of a badass, right? Just a bad, cold blooded motherfucker, and that's that's not this Boba Fett. In fact, the best episode was the last episode, just last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Which didn't have him in it. It was the Mandalorian because he's looking for some help, some muscle. Okay, and and uh, he's got he's like trying to take over Job Jabba's old business because he's tired. He's done being a after getting himself out of the Sarlacc pit and then being kind of uh, taken under the wing of the Sand People, which sounds I should say Tuscan Raiders, but calling them sand people, sand people just sounds racist for some reason. I know, <laughs> Even that's, right? what, that's what they've always been called. I just don't like saying it. Yeah, it does, <laughs> it does sound right. Are they sand people? Like, so, come on, say the whole term. Say it. But uh, uh, Tuscan, Tuscan Raiders, but uh, he's, he's always getting his ass handed to him or getting punked or getting lied to or some shit. The badass in, in, on the show is his right hand, which is... Uh, Ming Na, well, I think it's Ming Na, yeah. But yeah. this last episode was all the Mandalorian, and kind of like getting us caught up on what he's been doing because it was this last episode of the Book of Boba was actually Mandalorian Zero, you know, season season three, episode zero, because mm-hmm. it was like a catching up on him, and it ended with him talking to Ming Na about joining Boba Fett and being like his his muscle for this war that's coming between him and the other crime syndicate. And uh, it was such a good episode. It's like maybe Mr. Mandalorian. Because Mandalorian is what Boba Fett should be. Right. I mean, there was that one episode of the Mandalorian when they introduced Boba Fett and he fucked up like 10 stormtroopers with a with a staff. Mm-hmm. And that was cool. And you're like, so when we heard the show was coming, you're expecting that Boba Fett because that Boba Fett was badass. He didn't even have his armor and he fucked those dudes up. <laughs> and and we're getting we're not getting that so far he's been getting his ass handed to him and hopefully this next few episodes is going to wrap it up it's not a bad episode they're not a bad show it's just not what it promised it could have been okay. so and i don't know i'll check it out yeah. I'll, I'll have time i'll check it have out. you seen the moonlight trailer moon Knight trailer 
yes and i'm not sure what i'm looking at because i know who moon knight is he's in my he was in my wheelhouse of when i was a comic book nerd but i never thought much of the character so i'm not sure what to think of the series you know what i mean well he's basically yeah he's basically well not basically i mean but he's like uh marvel's answer to batman right that's what i was gonna say he's batman for for all intents and purposes he might as well be batman you know yeah Oh, speaking, uh, of, speaking of Batman, I want to ask you a question. Sure. And sorry, I, I'm, my ADD is really going strong today. <laughs> I don't mean to keep cutting <laughs> you off, but it is strong right now. Um, I watched this guy's TikTok about Batman killing and how Batman doesn't kill because he doesn't want to become a killer. He doesn't want to go into the abyss. He doesn't. That's why he doesn't kill the Joker, no matter how much the Joker needs to be killed. And that's why he won't do it. You know, the the Arkham, the video games showed it. All the comic books talk about it. And my response to that is, and tell me if you agree, is that Batman has gone out of his way to save the Joker multiple times. Batman has gone out of his way to stop other people from killing the Joker, which leads me to only one conclusion. Batman likes having the Joker out there so he can be play hero. Does that make sense to you or is it just me? No, it's so funny you brought this up. I don't know if you watched it uh, or saw it. Uh, HBO Max, uh, one of their new shows just came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the animated movie uh, Injustice. Oh, okay. And uh, that was the big fight. You know, it was like... Uh, that was a, one of the things, uh, not Di- yeah, not Dick Grayson, but uh, wait, who's Nightwing? Oh, god, I think it is Dick Grayson. No, okay, I think it is Dick Grayson. I'm almost positive it's Dick Grayson. And his Batman's actual son, the young one, Damien. he's Damien. That's it. Damien and Dick Grayson were arguing about Batman, and he's like, uh, you know, how you know, because uh, in Injustice, the Joker tricked. The tricked uh, Superman into killing Lois. Yes, he did, and yeah. he lost his shit. And and uh, Damien like blamed Batman. He's like, "You put him in prison a dozen times. Yep, he's broken out a dozen times. Yep, and he's killed people every single time. All yep. those deaths are on you. Yep, right so, on Damien. That's where, that's where I'm at with Batman. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of sick of his like uh, can't kill. Because and, and that was a big issue with the 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 split, you know. Uh, Wonder Woman was like, you know, we would only fight. And it's kind of like what the Punisher was saying to Daredevil. It's like, uh, you know, when I when I when I go up against these guys, it's once, not fifty fucking times. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like all those people that they kill every time they get out because you don't want to finish the job. No, I I say take care, take him out. But then at the same time, Plastic Man, who would have guessed Plastic Man was an injustice? I kind of forgot about that guy. But he was like, I was a piece of shit. Doesn't he actually says it because it's like an R-rated <laughs> one? He's like, I was a piece of shit. I, I needed four or five times before I turned my life around. You know, you were you, were you going to kill me? You know, if I had screwed up, you know. But yeah, I but he's get not it. the Joker. He's not. Yeah, the yeah. Joker. It's like you didn't kill. You didn't kill fucking. A hundred people, or killed 10, 15 people every time you got out. Yeah. You just did drugs. The the, the Joker <laughs> has dropped nukes before 
in some of the some of those storylines. Yeah, and Batman won't let. See, I I wonder this, and I would love to talk to the animators and the writers of DC about this particular story. Would Batman save the Joker if the Joker went to trial, got convicted in Texas of murder, and they put him on death row? Would Batman get him? And they were going to execute him. Would Batman save him from being executed? I don't know. See, that's where I draw the line with Batman because I think he would. Because Batman is addicted to the, the, the to the fight, to the adrenaline. He loves the adrenaline rush. It's not about justice with him. It never has been. It's about the fight. Every fight is about, I got to say, got to fight these guys because they, they killed my parents. And if they all die, what do I do now? If they're gone, what do I do now? Yeah. So... I just wanted to see if I was out of line with that because I'm like, Batman wouldn't even let Superman kill him. Why would you stop him? You're not killing him. Just turn your back and walk away. You didn't yeah. kill nobody. You're fine. You don't have to, I don't have to kill you like it, like he said in uh, the first Batman. I don't, I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. Right. And flew off the train and let Ra's al Ghul die. Why can't he do that in the comics? Why can't he do that with the Joker? I've never understood that. Doesn't make any sense to me. I get it. Oh, oh, we're, we're, oh go ahead. Go ahead. Your turn. Oh, no, I was just going to ask you um, did you, uh, earlier in the fall, we got, we got a press link to a comic that was being done. Did you read the, the preview, the comic preview that we both received? I have it in front of me now. And I did glance over it. It's called no. Antidote. Hold on. I glanced over it earlier today. I didn't absorb it, but I did glance over it. It's called Antidote. Yeah. Uh, Just not- well, we're, I don't want to review it until you've actually read it. So we'll save it for the next show. Oh, we, well, the next show, you won't be here. No, I'll be. I'll I'll do another show, but it's only like a few paragraphs long. It's not even really long. Yeah, it's it's like four pages. Yeah, and it's like it talk. It talks about you know a wrong a, a woman who sees wronged in the institutions, and then it goes into a Q and A pretty much right after that. Yeah, it's the name of the comic is Antidote, and it's basically uh, what we got was like a press release. I tried to buy it. But it's still not available, so it's still being created. But um, it's this woman who has like uh, she's she I I don't know she, I don't think she has like powers or anything, but she like takes down like what we were talking about earlier like incels and I, I think the thing actually says uh, fuck boys and incels are a poison against women. I am the antidote. So basically, she falls. She finds these. Uh, these uh, toxic men, these probably Harvey Weinstein types or or incels or, mm-hmm. you know, those uh, men's rights at, or truth yeah. sayers, those guys. And she basically just fucks their lives up. Um, I kind of like the I kind of like the uh, it's from Asterisk Comics. It's a digital comic yeah. company. And uh, I wish I, I, I mean, the just got like a summary and a small Q and a and like some information on the comic company and the writers and inkers. And I kind of want to, I want to, I liked it when I did read 
and I wanted to explore more. I want more of this comic. I want to check it out, but it is yet to be uh, released. It's still, still in the, it's still in the um, developmental stage. Yeah, apparently. Here's a quick question before we uh, go our separate ways, bro. I gotta gotta know if you think it's, this is right. Is Clueless and Legally Blonde the same person? Except Legally Blonde is the grown-up version of the Clueless girl. Um, I've seen Clueless and like it. I have. I know. I mean, I know this actress plays both people do i think they share a universe the two movies i don't really know because i never really watched legally blonde i just know i just know of it i don't think i don't well actually that's not true because alicia silverstone is clueless and legally blonde is uh not alicia silverstone it's um reese witherspoon reese witherspoon Mm -hmm. so i don't know if that's her all grown up or just a type because they both, oh, that's a good point. They, they both play on the trope of the dingy airhead that kind of isn't as dumb as she portrays, and kind of it's almost like a coming of age a little bit, right? At least, at least in Clueless, I, I don't, I, I assume Legally Blonde's the same way as far as the character kind of coming to. Yeah, she graduates from Harvard Law School, even though she's a dumb blonde boyfriend dumps her, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's her finding herself, you know, that typical story. Right, okay. But somebody said that they think it's the same universe and the same character except different names because it just seems odd that, you know, they look so similar and their backgrounds are so similar. And I'm reading this quick this little article and I'm like, I don't know, it very well could be. I think it was done if it is, it was done on accident. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I can imagine maybe it would be kind of a step backwards you would think mm-hmm. because you know by the end of clueless she you know she's kind of she finds herself right she kind of centers herself she finds out who she is and she's not this dumb blonde that you thought she was in the very beginning so she regresses again and goes through that same transformation in college it's like retail you know what i mean yeah. so that I, I i would say on that alone it's not because she just comes to the same arc. It's like so yeah, you know, she goes to college and she loses all that and then finds herself again. I don't know. It just seems lazy if it is the same universe. I hope it's not, but it looks like that Silverstone wouldn't mind doing a crossover. So it looks like she wants it to be the same universe, except different people. You know, Interesting. I don't I don't I don't I don't know. I don't I don't I don't honestly know what to do with that. You know, it's like I I didn't hate Clueless when I saw it. What was it, 95? Something like that. 96? I just didn't get into it. I, I was I, I I just thought it was just too, and I hate to say it this way, but I thought it was too ditzy and too white at that point. Oh, it's very white. Yeah, my, my but, life, uh, I was like, it's too white for me. I don't I don't I don't want to watch this shit. You know, I and then I saw it again, and then I finally saw it in the early two thousands. I was like, yeah, it's not too bad. It's like Seinfeld. I hated Seinfeld when it was live. I hated it. I was like a bunch of white, horrible white people running around doing nothing. Why the fuck am I going to watch this? Well, initially, not bad. When I watched watch it initially, it was you know, uh, I was watching it with a a date, so she wanted to see it, and I ended up watching it. It was like, oh, that wasn't. It's one of those movies I was drugged to, 
But once it was over, I was like, oh, that actually wasn't a bad movie. I actually right. kind of liked it. But I I mostly wanted to see Stacey Dash back then. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, she was the shit. I mean, but, you know, she's a fucking lunatic and an idiot. So, uh, she's fuck. She's still fine as hell, though. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's <laughs> fuck, yeah, she's, she is. But she's I can't take fucking, that from her. <laughs> she's a fucking lunatic. But, uh, oh, God, yeah. Absolutely. And she's hate self-hating black person, but. But goddamn, she looks good. I know, right? It's like it's one of the types where you're like, "Nah, I can't fuck with you." But I really wish I could. I wish I had lower standards. Yeah, I, I wish mean? I hate. I wish I hated myself as much as you do. Yeah. Otherwise, then, <laughs> otherwise I do it. And then we'd be fine, you know. But otherwise, I can't do it. You're just too. Uh, plus, let's be honest. It's not like she's checking for my ass. No fucking way. <laughs> I don't even know what kind of dude she even looks for. I don't know if she'd even marry a white dude, to be perfectly honest, because she doesn't strike me as that type. I don't, don't... Know. I don't know what kind of guy Stacey Dash would like. She perplexes me in that way. I yeah. can't read her. I don't know what guy she would want, or girl, or they or them. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Usually I can make an educated guess based on behavior and and the way they speak and act, I can kind of make a guess. Her? No idea. None. No clue. So yeah. she throws me for a loop. I don't know what that thing of. Oh, is. so before I go, before we go, before we call a day, uh, last week, uh, this show is a little out a little. It's going to be out today, Wednesday, but it's a little late, later than the day because uh just didn't have the time. I had COVID all last week. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I uh, I must have contacted it at work because it has like a 48 minutes, 48 minute, Jesus Christ, 48 hour uh, kind of incubation period, which would have put me right at a Thursday at work because I went to uh, California, went to Concord, California, with uh, Cashel, the visitor's sister, and I felt fine. I slept weirdly there because the bed wasn't, you know, I had, my back would hurt, but I didn't know what was actually happening was I was getting the body aches. Mm-hmm. But when I wake up, I'd have these back aches, and, and by the time we got on the plane, uh, after having two nights of bad sleep, I was just chalked it up that I need to take some sleep, go to bed, Take a little nap before going to work that night. And I'll be fine. Woke up from my nap, and my body was like, "Good fucking luck. If you can get out of this bed, we'll go to work." And that was, <laughs> and that was not happening. I had like a hundred and two degree temperature. I was in bad shape. But here's the thing: because of I, this is probably because I had the booster and all my vaccinations. I was only really sick for about fifteen hours, less than a day. Hmm. I mean, and then then the the day after that, after my fever broke, I had a really bad cough, mm-hmm. and I had uh, a a mild headache. But then every day the symptoms were less and less. And after like the third day, it was basically just waiting till I tested negative so I could go back to work. I mean, it was it was like really wasn't that bad. But well, that, uh, that's a good thing, man. Yeah, I, I mean, my sister got it uh, the same week. Uh, she, but we, we hadn't seen each other in almost a month, so she didn't get it from me, and I didn't get it from her. But we were sick the same week. She had it far worse than I did, and she's also vaxxed with a booster. But it, it, she had a really rough go. And well, oh, but uh, good thing she was vaxxed, man. 
Yeah, it would have. And so Cashelle and I had to like, because uh, I got her sister and her sister's partner sick. I got Cashelle sick. So we had to quarantine together for about six days. But uh, yeah, that had to be fun. Oh, it actually was wasn't bad because we weren't, you know, we weren't, you know, we didn't have any after her temperature. She was like a day behind me or two days behind me as far as symptoms go. But so it's not like I was going to get I can't, you know, it's not like I'm going to get extra COVID. So right. <laughs> and, and usually once you test negative, you're not immune, but you really can't get it for about 60 days. You, oh, you, really? could, you could you can pass it on. But you're not going to get sick from it for about 60 days. So it stays in your system that long. Your body recognizes it that long before it's out. 60, I didn't, I didn't yeah, know that. COVID, the, the, cause I went and tested at the lab like four times, three times until I just kept going back till I got a negative, you know. And then, yeah, you got a positive, go home, wait a couple days, go back, test. Until I just did that, you know, two, three times until I tested negative. Hmm. Well, that's good that you survived it. I mean, my brother had uh, COVID. He said it felt like his bones were on fire. Yeah, that's what my sister said. She she took it. Her boyfriend got it because they got it at the same time because, you know, her boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, his symptoms were like mine. He was sick for a day and then he was fine the rest of the time just waiting to go to test negative. That was exactly the way it went for me, too. Yeah, nah, my brother was like six days of 103 degree fever, bones on fire, coughing. Did he, did he, was he vaxxed? Yeah, and had, I think he had a booster too. He said it was Shit. just god awful. He said, I couldn't imagine what it would, he said it probably would have killed me if I hadn't have uh, had all that stuff down. See, you that's know? what, that's what Cashel felt like. She was like, she didn't have a fever like I did, but everything else she had in droves. And she's like, if I wasn't vaxxed, I might have to be in the hospital. Yeah. I might I might be on a ventilator. Yeah, that's but see, these anti-vax takes people like you and uh Felicia's boyfriend and go, see, it's not that bad. They were they, they were gone for like 15 hours. See, it's not that bad. Then they overlook my brother and how do you pronounce her name? Felicia? No, oh. no. Oh, Cashel. Cashel. And and go like no, it can be this bad or worse. Yeah, you know, stop seeing what you want to see and see the whole picture. You know, exactly. Oh, those people are killing me, boss. They're killing me, man. All right, well, folks, we're gonna leave you here. Oh, you know what this means, everybody. Marcel have a lot of time on his hands, and I'm gonna have to put it into motion well i guess that's gonna wrap up the show guys uh, <laughs> i'll uh see it won't be the next show next folks time. but it'll be the next show when he's won't be the next show but it'll be the, probably the show after that when he's back on we'll have a forced review and, of uh, the godfather yeah, no, so i don't hear anything <laughs> uh my headphones fell off blah 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 love Ooh, all of you can't guys. wait thanks for being fans <laughs> i appreciate you uh the show godfather folks new. Okay. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you, folks. Douchebag. <laughs>